Welcome to Pointed and Polished, where beauty meets health. I'm Christine, your local manicurist and nail allergy specialist. Like too many others, my allergy to nail products made my options for beautiful nails really limited. The lack of education around this topic and the negative health effects I faced greatly affected my career as a nail tech. So it has become my mission to make this common occurrence, common knowledge, and hopefully save a few of your pretty fingers along the way. With your help, we have created a safe space for support, healing, and intense mission and in getting back to beautiful nails. I'm here to answer your most common questions and with your help, spread awareness in this ever-growing and changing industry. Whether you are a career nail tech or simply have a passion or enjoyment for doing your own nails, I invite you on this journey with me to talk about what we love most, all while putting your own health and safety first. The phrase beauty is pain no longer applies, so let's do this. Just a quick reminder before we start. While we're here to share information and support, it's important to note that we are not medical professionals. Please refrain from self-diagnosing any health concerns. If you have any worries, uncertainties, or pain, we strongly recommend consulting a qualified medical professional for proper guidance. Yours and your client's health and well-being is what matters most. Remember, as nail techs, we are not qualified medical professionals. Hi everyone. So um, today I have a chat with Delia Caruso of Delia's Nail Studio. Um, I met Delia through my amazing supportive Facebook group and I always really appreciate her sharing any resource that she comes across in the group. She has leveraged her extensive knowledge and research of nail allergies to benefit her business and currently offers tailored services to her loyal clients. Like myself, Delia was also left to do her own research on her own allergies when there really wasn't a lot of information and awareness out there, yet um, through her own research has built herself a very successful career as a nail tech and content creator. Um, I think you'll get a lot out of this and I hope you enjoy our chat. So Delia is... Um... An amazing male tech based out of New Jersey. She has all these incredible videos on her socials and on her YouTube. She specializes in these awesome, like extreme nails. They are so Thank you. cool. If you are into that kind of thing, like highly suggest like checking her out. We'll we'll drop all that info later of like where people can find you. Um, but really importantly, Delia is and super active member of the Nail Allergy Support Group on Facebook. And I always really like to highlight um, members of this group, especially professional nail techs, because I like to express the importance of having this knowledge and spreading the knowledge and the awareness of what it is to have a nail, you know, nail product allergy and how we can form our career around, you know, helping clients that have these sensitivities as well as ourselves. So I'm super excited to have you as someone who has a, a very cool niche in their work Thank and, you. you know, has a successful career as a, as a nail tech. Um, would love to just hear a little bit about your, your journey and how you got into nails and, and kind of where you are today. I grew up in the beauty industry. My mom is a licensed cosmetologist of 45 years. And she's been teaching, I want to say almost 15 years now, somewhere, somewhere around there. Wow. My mom's been teaching cosmetology. So I've 
only ever known the beauty industry and so did my so did my siblings I want to say when I first started doing my own nails I graduated high school 2002 makes me feel really really old for a second I started doing my nails somewhere around there and if anyone remembers like the nail industry back then like every all the DIYers just to let you know we did not have any of the products that were out today like it no. was not around like I first started I started with the kiss at home product then eventually I got some really questionable stuff from eBay and the yeah. press-ons I know and we're then, the same age and then from there I, I went to Sally's beauty supply I never asked my mom for help I always kind of did this on and off as a hobby never really thinking oh you know like let's just do this because my mom grew up in the industry and I kind of saw you know the ins and outs of what my mom was going through being a hairdresser and then eventually I was like you know what let me just try it and then I went to school in September of 2015 and I told my mom I was like you are not allowed to tell any of your students that I'm your daughter I'm like it's Miss Carol <laughs> she's like okay but they're gonna find <laughs> out eventually like you look almost just like me you know <laughs> so it was, it was kind of fun like not to have my mom be my mom <laughs> in, in in like a work scenario yeah. or an environment like that and then by the time I got licensed I just you know I started with acrylic then eventually I just decided to specialize in gel because I kind of liked how I like how gel works a little bit more I mean that's that's just my preference so yeah very cool I mean and especially I mean even since then it's like 2015 doesn't feel that long ago but you know all the the new hard gels and all these these new products it's constantly evolving and growing and you know luckily especially in the professional world these products are just kind of getting I know I mean even when I first started like dip powder that it is now was not really a thing full coverage tips were not a thing I didn't learn those in school because that wasn't out poly gel acro gel that wasn't even out like all of this stuff that everyone has at their fingertips like from when I first started and when I went to school like the amount of stuff that has changed and evolved in this industry it's been for the good and you know who knows what our future is going to hold in this industry who knows what is going to be invented next and you know that we'll get to try yeah you do I love that you feel that we're we're headed in the right direction or, you know, in a more quality direction, especially when it comes, you know, surrounding this conversation around nail allergies, right? Like, you know, the uptick in nail allergies I, from what I've seen really has come from these like at-home kits, right? Not so much the professional yes. brands, but the cheap home kits like you know manufactured in China with high high levels of allergens and things like that I really do think people are now pivoting searching for nail techs that offer these kinds of products how did you um, get interested in nail allergies do you have an allergy yourself yes that actually started I don't know sometime before COVID I was teaching to my mom's cosmetology students and we had a whole bunch of products out and one of the products it was a gel polish and just the way it smelled literally in front of the student in the matter of like 10 minutes i got a full sinus infection and i was like what the heck is going on like even the student my students like 
what the heck's going on? You didn't sound like this before. I didn't think anything of it. And I just continued and I kept on going. And then, you know, a week or two later, I taught, you know, the second student and the same thing happened. And I'm like, okay, like it has to be, you know, I went through all the different gel polishes and everything that was open and I went through and I smelled it and it was like two different bottles and I won't name the companies because I don't you know I don't want to put anyone on blast but and I was like okay it has to be that so then I stopped using those I was looking around on SDS sheets and I was like you know what let me just try sticking with products that are HEMA free and maybe seeing if Mm. that will change and ever since I switched to HEMA free, I don't get, it doesn't bother me. And I'm one of the very few techs that when you hear nail allergies, everyone is always thinking with their skin, but not a lot of people are thinking, well, maybe people are developing an allergy from their sense of smell. And I don't know why I've got mine from my sense of smell, but I want to say I'm thankful in a way because it didn't. Like, I see so many horror stories with people with skin-related nail allergies, and it just, it sucks to hear all of these people all of a sudden, like, a snap of a finger, you just develop these allergies, but you were right on saying, like, and this is no offense towards anyone, but a lot of the pros are seeing a lot of DIYers ever since COVID develop these allergies. And we have nothing against DIYers. Half the industry is all DIYers. I started as a DIYer. But yeah, we all, we did. all yeah. did in any way, shape, or form. But it's just at that point, if you developed an allergy, you have to look and see, well, what was I doing? Was right. was my prep not good enough? Was I getting product on the skin? You know, even if you never got product on the skin and you're still developing a skin allergy, then what's inside the product? Where was the product made? Where was it manufactured? You know, you kind of have to go through all of these steps. And as I always comment in the group, if you don't get, I'm always recommending to people to get an allergy patch test, especially if it's skin related allergy, because other there's other industries that use all nail products come from one family called acrylates and that one family of acrylates if you're allergic to an acrylate or an ingredient in that acrylate family you can no longer use that ingredient and there's other industries like parts of the medical industry and parts of the dental industry because a lot of our nail products stem from the dental industry and if you're allergic to an acrylate, now every time you possibly have to get a surgery or you go to the dentist, you have to be honest with your doctor and say, hey, look, I took an allergy patch test and I'm now allergic to HEMA or I'm allergic to, you know, A, B, and C. So that way your doctor or your dentist knows like, look, now we have to try a whole nother scenario because, you know, you can't have your doctor or your dentist be liable for something that I don't want to sound mean, but you weren't honest for. Exactly. And this is like, this is huge, Julia. This is what I'm preaching all the time because I am one of those people. And I learned this the hard way. When I was a student in school, not so long ago, there wasn't a lot of information 
about the allergens or, you know, that these acrylates really could, are potential allergens by misuse. And in school, right? Like it's inevitable. We're going to flood our cuticles. We're going to do this, not to mention all the dust flying mm-hmm. around in the air. People aren't, people aren't sanitizing their workstations thoroughly all the time because there's just like you know, dozens of people like using the same workspace, you know, opening a bottle of gel without gloves on, like all these little things, especially in a school environment, in a learning environment, like they just kind of add up. And I am, I'm, I'm, you know, sort of your, your word of warning for everyone listening. Like you don't want the allergy that Mm -hmm. I have. And I do find, I wish I had recognized my early signs the way you have, right? Because my allergies manifested in the same way. It wasn't on my nails. It was other issues. I was getting rashes across, Ooh. you know, my face here. And it was like, oh, you know, it's like you rule everything else yep. out except for <laughs> yeah. the one thing that you're like, actually, I, I don't know if it's a denial <laughs> thing or it what, right? Like, denial but <laughs> Listen, I know. And, you know, I always like to reiterate to like people who do our nails, like not doing nails is not an option, right? We know that. Like, it's like, that's, that's the thing. Once you start down that long road of nails, whether you start as a DIY or or a hobbyist and then eventually you get your license. Look, once you're, once you're in that train car, you're not getting off. Like here, there's no way Mm -hmm. I'm getting off anytime soon. Like, you know, it's even when I did find out, because I did a lot of research, I read articles on nailknowledge.org. And if anyone sees me in the comments, I am of the group, I'm always referencing stuff from nail knowledge. And I'm always going to reference like names like Jim McConnell and Doug Shoon. Like those are two of our biggest chemists in our industry, you know? And of course you get some people that want to argue with you, but then I turn around and say, well, you're not arguing with me at this point. You're going to argue with the chemist. So... You know, yeah. and I try, I try not to be it's, mean, but at the tough. same time, like, I'm just going to be honest. That's, that's just me. It's take it or leave it at this point. <laughs> it's so tough. And I just like, this is just the stuff I really want people to hear because it's, it's so easy for people like you and me to like, want to like shake people by mm-hmm. the shoulders and be like, don't end up in this position. Don't end up in the ER like me. Right. Like we don't want that. We want you to keep your fingernails. Yes. We want you to keep your health. We want you to do nails. Like, but once this allergy develops or you have those early signs, like take it from someone like you, you know, these early signs, you really jumped into action where what we see a lot and admittedly what I did was like, well, let's try something different, right? Without really going into like educating myself or just going off what I'm being told. Oh, this one doesn't, this one, I don't react to this one. Try this one without actually comparing the ingredients and not understanding the chemistry behind And that products. is one thing I will say, and I see a lot of DIYers say this well, I tried product A and that gave me this reaction. So instead of going to a doctor, I'm going to try product B. And that's where a lot of professionals are going to say, no, you have to please, please don't do that. Don't, you know, especially if it's a skin allergy, don't second guess. 
when we tell you to please get an allergy patch test for acrylates, and you have to specify that one, that is for acrylates. You, you need to know that because as I said before, this is not the only industry that uses products from that family. And once you know those exact ingredients, then you do your research. You look to companies, you ask for their SDS sheets because companies cannot lie on SDS sheets because the products that they use and the ingredients that are on there are coming from the company that they buy the products and the ingredients from. So no exactly. one can technically lie on an SDS sheet. You have to keep everything honest. Now they're not gonna tell you the formula, but they will tell you like a percentage. And if you're not sure how to read SDS sheets, Light Elegance on their YouTube channel, they have a whole chemist corner, which I'm always recommending people to watch, but Jim has like four or five videos on how to properly read an SDS sheet. See that way, if you do get an allergy to something, you know what you're reading and you can say, oh, well, I'm gonna skip this ingredient so I can't use this product, let's try something else. There are products out there that are chema-free that you know are a low odor or an odor free like what i have to use in my case you know there are products out there you just have to be willing to do the research to try to find what is going to work for you once you've gotten your patch test done and that's the super important part is to really do the research for yourself because we see it all the time, right? We see we see products advertised to us, this free, that free, and even the ones labeled HEMA free, which I think a lot of us, you know, now that we're, if people are committing to gel, we are seeing HEMA free as sort of this new kind of buzzword, right? Advertised to us. But what we're not seeing is that top coat still has about five to 10% HEMA. And if you're like me, who has had a patch test and then some, I know, I understand my allergy very thoroughly to know that even 1% of HEMA for me does not work. However, so for someone who understands their allergy may be able to deal with a one, you know, a zero to 5% range. These allergies are all different and, you know, recognizing it early, I think is going to be super important, especially if you are having an, like an array of other health issues, like maybe you or I were having, and it's hard to pinpoint, right? It's like, you're, you're working in a cosmetology school and like, you know, suddenly your, your sinuses are like swelling up and it's like, oh, this could be exactly, you know, that's what I was thinking when I first happened. I'm like, well, is it, do I need a new dust collector? Do I have to start wearing a mask? Like I put a new filter in my dust collector. I was wearing a mask. Then I changed to an N95 rated mask and it was still happening even with a mask on. Cause that's, you know, and I was still getting the same reaction. And then once I switched to, I was like, okay, so I use light elegance on my clients, but let's just try to only stick with them and see what happens and then everything went away and i'm like okay well let me just stick with hema free and something that doesn't have that much of an odor you know it's and that's that's what i decided but then i figured out what's the difference between hema and hema free so then i went Mm -hmm. you know and i was talking to chemists about that one so if you're looking at 
a bottle, or if you're looking at an SDS sheet, if it says hydroxyethyl acrylate or HEMA or 2-hydroxyethyl acrylate, then that means that that product contains HEMA. Now, the percentage of HEMA is going to be different depending on what country you live in. Certain countries require mm-hmm. the nail industry to have certain levels of HEMA. Like, you can't go over a certain level. Those countries, I don't know what the U.S. standard is, so I can't give an exact number. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think parts of Europe and the U.K. do have limits. Yes. I don't think the U.S. has limits. But when you're also looking for something that is HEMA-free, it's still going to have H-E-M-A on there. But it's either going to have the initials BIS, B-I-S, or D-I in front of it. Then you'll see a dash. You'll see HEMA, another dash, and then you'll have a bunch of words following it to a comma. So if you have HEMA in the middle of all of those words, that means that HEMA is now bound to all of those chemicals. So now that means that that product is now HEMA free because it's no longer freestanding. Love that. Just like you guys, like total wealth of information. I love that. And what's super important, Delia, like that I really want to stress to um, our listeners as well uh, is the advantages you have in the nail industry by having this knowledge. I, you know, I crave a world where all nail techs have this knowledge to really help their clients and put their health and safety first. And part of that is something that you're doing already, which is being really selective in the brands Mm -hmm. that you represent. Um, Tell us a little more about how you got involved with like like Elegance, and I know you're an ambassador for Moonflare um, nail products, just so people can understand that this is a, a way you can kind of pivot your career as well as being selective in the brand and really backing up their practices, their ingredients, and everything that, you know, these brands stand for. Tell us a little bit about that journey. When I first switched from acrylic to gel, it was because that monomer gives me really bad migraines. And it's from, once again, the sense of smell. So I then... So I, many people and that, that. That's a it's common wild. thing for people to now stop using acrylic because monomer can give them migraines. And then I switched over to, to gel. I've tried, I don't know how many different like hard gel companies I've tried throughout the years. And then eventually I heard of Light Elegance from Selena Wrighton, who is the owner of Moonflare, who I, you know, now represent as a brand ambassador. And from her, from, you know, then I found their products and I started using their products. It wasn't really until I got my allergy that I was like, you know what, I'm just really going to mostly use their products on my clients. And if I come across any other companies that are HEMA-free, that I could use, I'll start off by using them on myself and I'll have myself be the guinea pig. And then recently I started using um, products from En Vogue and they're a Canadian company. They're also HEMA free and they're low odor and they're odor or odor free. There's another one. Um, Another company I want to try is Magic Gel. I've heard 
almost the whole line, except for I think like one or two products in that line are HEMA free. So I want to try some of theirs. There's, you know, there's a lot of companies that are now switching to HEMA free, but there's very few companies that are HEMA free that are low odor or odor free. So that's kind of really what I want to specialize in. And then, yeah, those are your yeah, like criteria for when doing that's kind it. of like my niche, my, my thing with the industry. And you can see on any of my bios of my social media accounts that I literally state that I use chemo free gel products. So that way, if any time, if I'm open to taking clients, then they can see that, look, Delia uses, you know, chemo free products. So I'm going to be fine. And I won't, you know, I won't have an issue. That's wonderful. So that's great advice, you know, for especially for pros who are kind of looking to maybe pivot their personal salons or their personal brands to really kind of select what your criteria is when choosing a brand to like, you know, be the brand for your salon or if you, you know, in your case, a couple. And, you know, maybe eventually you could start a working relationship with them. How did you kind of start that relationship with Moonflare? You just started posting for their, you know, posting their products. Like if people are interested in this route of their career, how would they get started? I, as I said before, I've been following Selena since I've, oh God, when did I? She's the one who introduced me into Light Elegance because I've been following her on social media and YouTube for years. And then I think it was, she was on um, NTNA, Nails Next Top Nail Artist, that magazine, that Nails Magazine does. Yeah. And I followed her from there. Then eventually she started Moonflare. And then she advertised that she was open to taking brand ambassadors around the world. And, you know, she had a link and you just had to go there and submit. I don't know how many nail techs submitted, but I got that email and I was like, I told my boyfriend, like, hun, look look Yay. and he's like what and he's like wait is that the nail tech that has the Swedish tone to her voice when like because he memorizes Delp. I've watched so many different nail techs on social media that my boyfriend has known you from just the sound of your voice without actually knowing what you I look love like that. <laughs> she's so cool and I love I that. Like, yeah I really I don't think I told anyone for a couple days until really like we had our brand in that for me. And then I'm like, look what happened. Look what happened. Like, it was kind of one of those like pinch me moments. Like, oh my God, I can't, you know. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. What would you, I would say, I mean, there's, this is such like, such a wealth of like amazing advice and information because I want, you know, other texts to know, like for me, I decided to kind of pivot my brand to like, natural nails, natural nail care, pedicures. And I feel like, you know, a lot of folks that were in the acrylic world, you know, and like um, even maybe some certain hard gels or like really doing the kind of nails that you do feel that like that opportunity is over for them, especially when they develop as severe of an allergy that I do. But it's proof here, you know, with a little know-how with understanding your allergy, with understanding how to shop for products, you know, in the professional world, that you can have a career, you know, in doing these like extreme, you know, you can have a niche mm -hmm. in doing these extreme nails, just like you do. It's super important 
to realize, but it is, it just does take the effort and the research and, and there's, you know, understanding there's products. research out there. There's, you know, I referenced nail knowledge. There's nailknowledge.org where there's, I don't know how many people write articles for them. I always tell people you can submit questions and an expert, they literally, if you scroll on their website, it'll say, submit a question, ask the expert. I don't know how many times I've asked, I've asked questions if I couldn't find the answer. There's, you have Chemist Corner with Jim McConnell from Light Elegance. Even if you don't use their products, literally watching his videos is almost like going to school all over again because it's, you know, just the way he talks about stuff. Then you have other nail techs like Liz Morris from The Nail Hub who has an excellent YouTube channel and Brilliant. she even has a whole gel nail fundamental series that I recommended to DIYers. It's like 70 or 80 videos long, literally from, she has like a 20 minute long video just talking about nail brushes. You know, like she goes yeah. so it into all, it depth. It all boils down to that mm -hmm. education. Yeah, these quality education. And these are, I mean, these are like the, my top recommendations as well, right? And there's just so much noise on social media and like, you know, it's, it's so hard. Like my goal here too, is to break through all that noise for our listeners, you know, follow Delia's videos guys, because like the need for quality, safe education is so needed among all the, like, I'll just say among all the bullshit that's out there. Like we don't need nail hacks, right? Like we don't need these things. These systems are in place for a reason. The products work how they work. They are sold as a set exactly. for a reason. And there's like, you know, we don't need shortcuts. It's just, we don't need these things. We need the proper safe education in how to do these nails. And, you know, unfortunately, I think for a lot of people, they might say, oh, this isn't for me. Right. In which case, go see yes. your nail tech. And that's, you said before, like there's, and I said on my channel, there's a reason why companies are recommending you to use a system as a whole. If you're using, cause that's how everything is made to work together. And when you're using this system as a whole, if you're still having problems, if you still all of a sudden develop an allergy with using everything as a system, then the company can help you out because you didn't break from their system. So, you know, that even goes with everyday, everyday issues. If you have a problem with a company and then they say, well, how did you do everything? And you list all the products and there's two products on there that are not made by them. They can't technically help you because you broke from that system. Such important advice. Yeah. We, if you misuse a system, you're not going to get the help that you need. And, you know, these systems are made of systems for yes. a reason. That's how they were yeah. designed to be used. And it's, you know, as if you're like talking to a DIYer, right? Like that's, that's like the number one thing we're always preaching because everyone's kind of always looking for like the best discount here, the best discount there, the cheapest lamp on Amazon, you know, and like kind of Frankensteining these things all together. And then unfortunately with just a few applications or developing an allergy, but you know, I would always say 
if you're really interested in having your nails done, find a nail tech, do the research. If you have the allergy, you know, find techs just like you that really deeply understand their We're products. We're out there. That, can you? We're out there. Yeah, exactly. We're, We're waving. We're here. <laughs> this is all so helpful, Delia. Thank you so much for You're your welcome. wisdom and your expertise. Where can people find you? Where do you want folks to find you and your work? All of my social media handles are the same. So it's Delia's Nail Studio. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. What a fantastic conversation. Here are some of my takeaways from today. One, whether you are a licensed professional or DIY, we all start at the same place. So it's important that we all follow the same steps no matter what products we have access to. Two, nail products are constantly evolving and more is being offered to us these days. So it's more important than ever to know what you're working with and seek all of the information before trying out a new product for yourself. Do your research. That means understanding where the product is coming from and how to use it properly as a system. Anytime we stray away from the system, we risk a breakdown. And if it happens, you may not have the support you need. Three, Eliminating HEMA can be an option, but it's important to know your allergy to truly know what products are best for you. The further your acrylate allergy progresses, it affects more than just nail coatings, including medical and dental procedures. Four, allergies can manifest in all different ways. Be aware of anything that doesn't feel right as you're learning. Beauty in pain no longer applies. If you feel any pain or respiratory issues, you really have to take these as an early warning sign. Lastly, as always, seek quality content and find a nail tech who can best understand and serve your needs. For more information on what you heard today, please check out the show notes where we'll share all links discussed today. You can also check out the information on all episodes and communities at pointedandpolished.com. If you know anyone who may enjoy this conversation, please subscribe and share it with a friend. This podcast is inspired by the amazing support I receive through my online communities. If you're looking for support in exploring your own nail allergies, please join the Nail Allergies Disease and Disorder Facebook group. If you're a nail tech, in training, an educator, or content creator that wants to commit to quality nail education, health and safety practices, and speak up about the awareness of nail product allergies, then I invite you to my newest community, the Polished Nail Pro. The Polished Nail Pro is a growing, dedicated team of beauty industry pros committed to safe and healthy practices, modern education, safe content, and aim to provide resources you need for promoting your own nail course or to run a salon safe for sensitive clients. There are so many clients seeking salons to fit their sensitive needs. If you would like your salon featured, please help me grow this community and let's support one another. Right now, I am doing a series of giveaways in our Facebook group when you subscribe, rate, and write a review of the podcast for a chance to win some quality nail products that are 100% pointed and polished approved. Lastly, my door is always open. If you have any questions or comments about this episode or think yourself or someone you know would be a great guest for the show, please reach out. I can be reached directly through my website, pointedandpolished.com, in DMs through Facebook at my name, Christine Stober, or through Instagram and TikTok at Pointed and Polished. 
Thank you to all my incredible listeners for helping spread this information and awareness. And I look forward to speaking with you all again next week. Thanks for listening.